welcome to the Token Minds podcast. I am your host, Fritzi, the Senior Content Manager here at Token Minds, a creative engineering crypto and NFT agency helping businesses all over the world with their blockchain and NFT development, crypto and NFT marketing, and token sales strategy. In this podcast, we will dive into blockchain and talk about relevant topics for businesses and founders. Together with me today is Keith Tan and Token Minds Chief Marketer Anchor Chen. And today we have our special guest from Famous Foxes Federation. Can you introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. Yeah. Name's Drax TS, uh, one of the co-founders for the Famous Fox Federation. Uh, we are a Solana-based NFT project uh, of one of the most trusted brands of builders in the space. And uh, very much looking forward to kind of chatting with, uh, with you at Token Minds and kind of jumping into, I guess, a little bit of the mindset to a founder within the NFT. All right, let's start with kind of like a standard first question here in Token Minds podcast. Uh, can you can you please share with us your um, story on how you first got into NFT and crypto in general? Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I, I love kind of my background story because I think it's the same for people. It just depends on like their time frame as to when. Uh, so I actually came from the like stock investing world, if you will, um, and actually got more into the degenerate side of, of uh, naked calls and puts back in 2016. Uh, did not do that great. Um, however, was really fascinated by a, a, a news article that came out for somebody in like a, a impoverished area where they were just had a news crew coming through and they were panning across people and someone had a cardboard sign up that had their Bitcoin address written on it. Uh, and there was a, a, you know, a news follow up to it that apparently that person had raised at the time. This is back in 2016 times around like 50 grand or so, something to that nature. Um, and just off of them having a cardboard sign with their Bitcoin address written on it and a media camera just going right across them. And I, I was amazed by that because even in today's standards, uh, you know, it would take very, very long um, to try to send $50,000 from one person to another, different hoops to jump through, all this kinds of craziness. And so to me, I was like, this is amazing. Like this, this, this is going to, to change, you know, the financial world. And so I was really fascinated by it. And at the time too, I was part of a stock trading discord and we, you know, we had a little bit of a network in there. I DM'd the, the leader of it said, Hey, you know, I think Bitcoin blockchain stuff could be, you know, the next big thing. And this is late 2016 and I never got a response back. So I, I ended up buying my first Bitcoins uh, January 12th of 2017. Uh, Bitcoin was around 860-ish, 850-ish. Uh, Ethereum was $12 just so, so people have an idea of the time span there. Um, I, I unfortunately was not of the hold mindset. So, uh, you know, bought at 850, sold at like 1200 because a 50% gain in a few months, you know, was just absolutely fantastic. Um, and so, uh, basically watched the rally, uh, like we were talking just before we had started the podcast, the rally to almost $20,000 that year. Uh, I think it was either early 2018 or late 2017 where, you know, it was just around 20K and I blown away. I was like, I, I was, I was ready for it. Like I was in it. Like I just did not have that holder mindset. I didn't hold a single thing. I just like watched it go crazy. Um, and I was even bummed too. Cause like some people were talking about, you know, Ethereum at $90. I'm like, I could have bought it at 12. Uh, so anyway, so long story short, like that got me just hooked. 
2019, I, I, I uh, you know, the market was really dropped down. I switched my 401k to be like the lowest percentage of my company matched. Uh, I met that match with just whatever cryptos I could. Um, and then, you know, the 2021 rally early in the year uh, came on and it did quite well with within, you know, the, the, the cryptocurrency area. And uh, at the time, too, had had started seeing things pop off primarily around CryptoPunks. Um, and so I, I've heard of CryptoPunks back in 2017. They were selling for $50 and I thought people were crazy for spending $50 on a picture. Um, but you know, in, in early 2021, I was very, very interested. I'm like, there's more to this. There's some reason that people are paying, you know, eight ETH, 10 ETH for these, you know, JPEGs, uh, you know, so I did a little bit more diving into it. And at the time, um, I, that stock trading discord had finally gotten a crypto discord, you know, 2018 or 2019, something like that. They had branched off to crypto. Um, and then I had made a smaller group of friends within there that kind of did a little bit more degen trading primarily in like Binance, uh, the Binance chain, BSC coins. And so, uh, I mean, really that's the long story, uh, but we, we just really, there's about 12 of us or so that were part of that group, chatted every single day um, and had eventually identified that we had a very unique kind of skill set mix between you know a, a few of us that were very interested in possibly creating our own project we thought that you know based off of what everyone else was creating within the nft ecosystem that we could do better and, and we can create something that is meaningful in the space um, and that really was where foxes were born and so you know the idea of foxes which i know you might have some questions about that too we wanted to be different you know every project was coming out was a a monkey based thing primarily because of board apes everyone wanted to have their own kind of monkey project we didn't want that we wanted to, to be something different and so that's where we really landed on foxes and there's just a lot of characteristics about foxes that really you know fit with us and fit with the vibe of what we really wanted to create um and so September-ish uh, 21, you know, we, we started marketing. We were primarily actually, we, we, we were focused on launching as a whole by like October. Uh, we wanted to do Solana as our launch, but at that point in time, early September, uh, it was actually quite difficult to get like a launch in on Solana. It was just kind of more like a country club. People were still trying to figure things out. Um, and so like mints were very complicated. So we started marketing towards ETH, but we had the goal of launching on Solana. And so we, once we got to like, actually, I think the second week of September, we completely flipped it and we, we, we saw the opening, we were ready to pivot. We just switched everything over and then started marketing to Solana and had minted out, I think October 2nd, we kind of consider October 1st is like our, our one year anniversary that just passed. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's kind of a little bit about, I'll say the backstory of me with crypto, but also with NFTs, um, and foxes. Um, can you tell us more about the journey that you had with famous foxes federation? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So as, as far as, uh, the journey goes, uh, you know, we, we started off as three co-founders, uh, myself, Foxy Dev, and then our artist, um, and we had around, I'd say like eight or so, like part-time people that were helping us out with partnerships or collaborations and 
monitoring discord and all that kind of fun stuff uh so you know we did different levels of marketing some of which you know would work today some of which probably wouldn't work that well today um, but primarily, you know, the main goal is to try to get attention for people that exist in the space that you think you can provide value to, uh, I think is, is probably the most critical thing and show them what that value is. You know, you might not have the full picture to paint everyone, which, you know, I, I still think some people kind of miss, you know, our picture, uh, at a whole, you know, that what we've been creating, um, but the most important thing is to get eyes on the project. And so, you know, however you can go about doing it, highly recommend doing it. Um, and so, you know, once once you kind of start fostering that um, community, you know, you're going to have people that come in and go out and like there's just going to be an ebb and flow to it. Uh, you know, for us, it's, it's always about as long as you can kind of bring more attention in, get more um, eyes on your project, create more fun things, um, give benefits, but bigger benefits that, that what others can't really provide in the space. It's just going to keep people, you know, in your community. And so that's what we've been doing. I think we do it quite well. I, I think there's a, a fine balance too, for a lot of, um, projects when it comes down to like Twitter and marketing for being too much hype and not enough, like actual stuff. Um, and then other projects that have a lot of stuff, but maybe they're not like the best with marketing. So like there's just different ways that you kind of, at least for Foxes, have grown organically by what we offer versus just trying to be super hypey and trying to catch attention for people or anything along those lines. So that's kind of what I would say, at least a little bit about like our journey for like getting started. As far as Foxes at a whole, um, what do we offer? We offer a ton. So we have four different collections. Uh, we have our Genesis Famous Fox Federation collection, which was the very first one that we had minted. 7,777 pieces. They are in a line art style. We then have uh, 7,777 pixelated foxes, which we call our trans-dimensional foxes. We have 3,000 what are called dens, which is really an NFT gallery, but it's also been kind of gamified into our ecosystem. And then we have, um, I'm not sure the total amount right now, it's it's somewhere around 50 as a whole, uh, Famous Fox Federation Friends and Foes, which are collaborations between other artists in the space um, for creating these like one-off pieces um, that are of their own specific collection, but that are also gamified into what we do. And the only way to get those with the exception of one um, is to uh, bid on them via an auction style uh, about every two weeks. We've done them every week. We've done them like once a month. We, it just depends on how many artists we are connected with at the time for how many we can kind of push out. Um, and it's it's to the highest bidder. So, uh, so that's how that collection is really created. We, have, we were the first to have on-chain staking on Solana. Uh, we offer Foxy tokens. So the uh, Genesis collection earns 100 Foxy per day for our staking 1.0. And our pixelated Foxes earn 25 Foxy uh, per day. Uh, the first utilities that we had, uh, Foxy Swap, which is a peer-to-peer -peer swapping platform, which has kind of been, um, I mean, recently it hasn't been, been too... Um, hot with all the the commotion that's really been going on in the ecosystem primarily because a lot of marketplaces had switched over to an optional or zero royalties uh, market stance 
Um, we have on-chain messaging for Ding for you to be able to send an NFT message to someone else in the form of like a text, almost like an on-chain text message, if you will. Uh, we have a minting tool. We have a raffle tool. We have uh, an, an, a whitelist and SPL token marketplace. Um, there are just so many, so many different utilities. We have a, a, a sweep, an aggregate sweeper tool, uh, a bulk NFT sending feature for you to be able to send a bunch of NFTs from one wallet to another, um, which is actually kind of fun because uh, for those of you that were kind of in the space, there was a, a slope exploit that had happened uh, a couple of months back. Um, slope is a wallet for Solana and there was an exploit in the code where people could actually get access to that specific wallet um, via like, like basically have full control over that wallet and, and they were getting drained. There were, were, I don't even know how many wallets, thousands, if not tens of thousands of wallets got drained um, at that incident. We actually were able to not only make Foxy send free, where you could send NFTs from one wallet to another free, because we do charge microtransactions for people that aren't holders. Um, we actually built in a contract for that specific period of time where you didn't even have to have soul in your wallet to send NFTs. Uh, so the way it normally works, you have to have that base currency as gas in order to do a transaction. We had made the contract so you could use gas from a different wallet. And we asked for donations. We ourselves donated funds to it. And so people that were exploited via this, this, uh, you know, at this incident, were able to safely get their NFTs off those wallets to other wallets, which I thought was was pretty awesome. I think that, that specific day, there was over 75,000 NFTs that were sent um, in a 24 hour period. Um, but yeah, on, on top of all of that, I mean, those are kind of like the, the big tools for us. We do have kind of a gamified way of doing staking. So I mentioned our staking 1.0. We have kind of a, a gamified uh, staking 2.0, which you send foxes out on six day missions. Um, and so they come back with what we call fame, which is experience. So your foxes kind of gain levels. Um, and they'll also come back if it's not a fame only mission, they'll come back with chests. And then within those chests, we have different prizes, anything from our native token Foxy to Den interior rooms, to Solana, to NFTs, to merch, to other other product uh, projects um, that have like giveaway type items that they create. Um, and then a couple of other fun items too that we kind of throw in there. So that that's like the biggest way that people in our ecosystem end up kind of getting back um, is by doing these missions and getting chests and, you know, possibly getting soul from it. We actually had during our VCs or voice chats, we do them every week, uh, on Sunday, midday Sunday, uh, we pick three random people, you know, to get a chest to unlock for free. Uh, the first person won five soul just, <laughs> just for being there. And, and the, the odds of getting five soul are 0.04%. Uh, and I'm the one that opened it up for him. So it was just like, like stupid lucky. He was like a, you know, a one in 20 chance of getting picked. And then, you know, a one in 250 chance of getting five soul. Uh, so it was just crazy odds, but super fun. And, um, and yes, yeah, so, I mean, that, that's, that's like most of what we kind of have going on. I know there's a lot that I'm still missing there. Um, we do have a, a Foxy Mint feature, so you're able to mint an NFT right from our tools with a lot of different options in there, which is pretty awesome. Um, we partnered with a, another project, which is called Boombox. We have basically a, a music NFT marketplace. Um, 
And recently too, we've opened up a, uh, a commission marketplace for like one of one artists or people that just have like an artistic skill that want to offer commissions where people can come in, find the artist, offer them however much USDC for whatever work they're looking to get done. Um, and then it's all transacted on that platform. So some people offer, you know, real life paintings or some kind of digital remake on something. Other people offer like art for a full collection and things like that. So um, it, it's, it's quite amazing. I mean, just the variety of things you can really create in the space as long as you have the skill set for it um and you know there's just there's just, like the, the the opportunities are endless it really just comes down to like the skill set that you have to be able to execute on it and the ability for you to kind of reach an audience of which we have uh, an absolutely amazing community um, behind us which is pretty awesome Sorry, well, that's uh, that's quite a story you have right there, and it seems like over time you've really developed expertise on the craft. Um, you've built your own identity in the market, though. Um, you also made mention about community. So, how do you guys maintain engagement to your community? Do you use some sort of like do some other fun stuff that's different than the other companies, or how do you guys do it? No, a great question. Uh, you know, there, there's a variety of things. So. I would say the one thing that's the most engaging for us right now is uh, is honestly our emissions. The, the way that we've done a gamified six-day contract for people going out and having to do a thing every week. People look forward to getting their foxes back on, on a Saturday afternoon. You know, opening up chests. Sometimes they'll do uh, uh, they'll do group parties where they'll just open a bunch of chests to see if they get lucky that week. Um, and then they get kind of prepped up for what's going to happen. You know, the missions that are coming out mid Sunday uh, and we have raids too that go out. I forgot to mention raids. You get better chests that just have better rewards to them um, and they're more limited. So we had a raid this week where it filled up in two minutes um, and, and that was for a hundred boxes that had to go into it. So it's just like that level of attention that we just have in our community. We have different um, like kind of sub DAOs that people kind of really uh, vibe with, um, some of which are just based off of attributes for our collections. We've got like what's called the Cope DAO. So there's just a, a Cope hoodie and a Cope hat um, as based off of a, a token uh, that, that we really pre-mint had kind of like onboarded some people from that ecosystem into Foxes um, that people vibe with. There is uh, a K-pop alpha group, uh, which is quite funny, um, but, but it's what keeps people together. It's just it's very fun to see just the different interests that exist in people and like how much they really just want to spend time here. People just are very comfortable. Uh, they just enjoy, you know, the, the space. They enjoy what we kind of have to offer from a community side. We, we do, um, we do two updates every week. We send out one as like a heads up of like, here's what's coming for missions. And oh, by the way, these are the items that we've updated. And then we'll do one as well on Sunday to kind of let people know about it. We've implemented recently um, with a platform called Questive where we do like uh, like Twitter quests. So people, we basically say, hey, you guys are getting chests on Saturday tweet out about it and everyone that tweets out about it will give you guys an extra thousand fame token for you to you know add more experience to your foxes um so that certainly helps like keep people engaged but also drive you know new people in when someone wins you know a famous fox and tweets it out or 10 soul and tweets it out like people are going to see oh this guy just won 10 soul like how do you do that and then it just brings people in um so 
that. We have our commission marketplace where we, we're tweeting out the artists and the, the work that's being done that gets tweeted out as well if they're interested in it. So that's going to drive more engagement into us. Our token market, I mean, we, we have just shy of 600,000 soul worth of volume on our token market, which we launched like early February. Uh, so that alone just brings every project into our website just because they either have an SPL token or they did a whitelist mint or there's another one that's coming up that's either has, you know, a whitelist token to it or another SPL token that exists for someone with staking. Uh, and our platform, you know, we can verify things quickly. We're, we're amazing with customer service. And, uh, you know, we really care about the ecosystem. I think a lot of people understand that based off of like the fees and such that we charge. It's not like crazy, um, but it does add up. I mean, once you have 10,000, 20,000, you know, transactions and things happening, I mean, you know, a little bit goes a long way. So there's just a lot of different ways that we really engage with our community and even communities outside of us. Um, which has kind of just been organic over the, the year, almost uh, almost 13 months now uh, of us existing. Uh, by the way, you know, as uh, uh, the chief marketeer, right, in two commands, I'm also curious about, uh, you know, uh, how actually uh, you were, uh, work on this marketing, right? So very impressive with all those kind of things like your DeFi solution, like staking, and also your future like marketplace plan. Uh, but I know that, you know, uh, in this market, NFT market is very uh, a lot of competition here. So it's a lot of so many other projects as well. That's uh, but actually you are now also one of the big uh, best ones in the market. So I'm just uh, want to also get more information. Like, were there any difficulties along the way, and how did you overcome them? Especially you know also including like post minting, right? It's also very important to keep also the hype and the vibe, right? And also all the plans, right? How how to deal with this kind of difficulties? No, I think it's a fantastic question. I think the one thing to, to point out there that's going to be different for us compared to a lot of projects is the hype side. I We've kind of recognized from early on that with hype comes disappointment over time, uh, you know, unless a team is, is legitimately able to deliver on that. Um, we, we've seen it happen time and time again. And so for us, you know, we did have a couple of like hype moments primarily around having you know, big volume come in, post mint, you know, just, just, just the general excitement that comes with it. Um, however, to your point, competition is, is rampant, tons of projects, uh, you know, in, in our minting days, uh, even for us, it took us about 48 hours or so, I think it was 36 hours total um, for us to mint out. And, and, and that was at a time when, some projects were minting out in, in minutes, uh, you know, so it, it definitely did create, you know, a little bit of FUD around us. Um, but, you know, we kind of stuck it out and just kind of kept trudging through it, you know, just kind of letting people know what, what we're up to, what we're planning on doing. Like, you know, we talked a little bit about earlier from like a, um, before we started recording, but like a, a roadmap side of having a decent like vision to it and kind of built, building along what you're building. But then we just kind of kept stacking on and kept saying, hey, we can do this thing. So we're going to we're just going to do it, you know, and, and some people even had told us, you know, that that we're bred differently from a marketing side because we don't build up hype and then do a thing. We do a thing and then say, oh, by the way, we just launched this. <laughs> and some people are just get like so confused by us doing that. But it really kind of goes back to like the value that we can provide or we have provided really to the ecosystem is that we're not 
dependent on hype. We're, we're, we're as real as it comes from an NFT project side. Uh, the one thing I forgot to mention too with Foxy Swap, so that that was our first tool that we had launched. We also included uh, a Twitter bot for it. So every Foxy Swap that goes through, it gets tweeted out. And so that way, if, you know, it's it's almost recently become a thing where people, not really that recently, but people try to say like, who got the better deal, you know, in the swap, because in a swap, uh, you can do up to six NFTs in a transaction. So you can trade like one for five, three for three, two for four, one for three, however you want to do it. But you can also include soul or a few different SPL tokens um, in that trade. So you can do like a, a DGen ape and, you know, like a hundred soul for one of their eggs or something like that. Um, and so it's just been really fun to see a lot of people engage with that organically because it exists that might not even be boxes, but just because they know the tool exists and, uh, you know, sometimes those trades seem ridiculous and we've even had people meme them, uh, which has been absolutely hysterical as well. Uh, so, you know, it, there's just, I don't know, it, it's, it's tough to say, you know, from like from our side, what's been like the most successful, you know, there've been a lot of ways that we pivoted, but for the most part, we try to always have like our, our tweets be like consistent about what we're doing, what we've done, kind of the value behind it. Uh, and, and it's, it's never really in a hypey fashion of like, oh, this thing's coming in, you know, three months, six months, a year, you know, we've raised all this crazy capital or anything along those lines. Uh, we're, we're all, we're all about the building ethos and about providing value to the ecosystem as a whole. Um, and so it does kind of, you know, ultimately does trick trickle back into our holders at the same time. It might not be these hundred X gains and stuff that people imagine, you know, happen in the space, but it certainly, you know, sets us up for a, a long-term um, amount of success within the, the NFT ecosystem, especially on Solana. So Drax, you have really shared with us the foundation that you have with Famous Foxes Federation, the whole project. Um, then I would like to know, moving forward, what are your plans for Famous Foxes? That's a great question. Uh, so there, there have been quite a few different plans that were we're still like kind of building towards uh, essentially because we're looking at how how is the market going to be in the next uh, year, you know, year, five years down the road. Like what 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 does the space kind of look like? Um, I think two of the bigger areas that are coming up um, are going to be kind of more metaverse specific, uh, especially in Solana around how people can interact with it, what the experience is like, how how can you kind of elevate that to the next level and provide a platform where people can thrive, you know, in a metaverse environment. Um, and the other one is, is gaming. There's going to be some kind of a breakthrough with the way games are developed that um, eventually will be fun, <laughs> more fun than they have been. Uh, and, and it will kind of onboard, you know, more of a web two presence into gaming. So um, a couple of things, you know, that we're, we're really like, working on right now um around like the metaverse side we have um we have 3d fox assets created we're working on refining them so that they're able to be used in metaverses uh we have about five or so of those that we've we've kind of handpicked um that we'll probably start with and then from there expand you know as kind of community is really interested in, in expanding 
Um, we, we have, you know, a, a platform already set up in portals um, for those of you that are familiar with portals on Solana. Uh, and that's where we've recently actually for the past uh, maybe two months or so have done like our, our voice chats. It's just been a lot more fun to kind of be there physically versus just in a chat room where you're kind of talking to yourself for an extended period of time. Um, so I think that's going to be a pretty big thing, especially from like the, the ownership side in NFTs and being able to token gate, you know, using that avatar and such in these platforms. It, it's it's going to kind of take the PFP version of Twitter to the next level when now you have a different level of marketing and interest from people that will then hopefully want to use, you know, these uh, characters within a metaverse versus the standard ones that are already created or eventually once more and more become popular, but to, that wants to kind of represent your brand. So I think that'll be pretty big. Um, in the gamified uh, staking mechanism and, and leveling up of foxes, we have also introduced what we refer to them as trait upgrades, but really it's just like different tiers of traits. So um, I don't know, the, the total number off the top of my head kind of escapes me. I think it's around 70 or so. We've got about 70, well, let's call it 90. I think it's probably closer to 90. Unique traits between the heads and bodies um, that we've uh, commissioned a Zeno for anyone that is again familiar with the artist space in Solana. Zeno is a, a very popular uh, artist in the NFT Solana NFT ecosystem, but he's created different tier upgrades, uh, different tier traits, uh, if you will, for each individual piece. Um, so every single headpiece and body piece have at least two different looks to them um, for the epic and rare they have a third one associated to them so far we've only released the tier one uh, the artwork itself is is finalized for the for all three tiers but there is like modifications that we have to do to make it so um, it looks clean when it's when it's created it, you know there's no clipping or anything along those lines we're, we're, we're very strict with that um, but at the same time, we have so much other things that we're like maintaining at the same time. So it can just take a little while. Actually, earlier today, I was going through like the full list of, um, of pieces to identify what we have to create as like what's called an accessory layer. But, uh, anyway, it's kind of boring stuff, but, um, we've only released tier one so far, tier two and tier three will be coming out in, in the not so distant future tier two, especially will be coming out in the not so distant future. Um, so definitely looking forward to that and, and Fox's kind of being able to obtain tier two and, and do different things with upgrades. Um, and just really trying to find ways in the current market that we can, you know, really bring more interest into our project. Uh, so like I mentioned, we have our music NFT marketplace. We're still in like a beta phase for that. We're, we're working on a few upgrades um, for our music marketplace before we really kind of hit it harder. Um, so I think that that's gonna be, be pretty huge. And I think the other one too that we're definitely putting um, some decent effort in right now is our commission marketplace. Um, for artists that are interested in kind of getting involved with that. So those are just some efforts that we've launched recently that we're just making sure we kind of do spend time and, and improve on that platform and make sure that it's a really good experience. So that way at the end of the day, it does kind of thrive in the current ecosystem that we have. And lastly, uh, do you have any messages that you would like to share to your community or maybe individuals that also would want to start out their own NFT? 
that's a that's a tricky question. I, I would say you know I, I would I would say the one thing is uh, to make sure that you're genuinely passionate about what you want to do with an NFT project. Uh, the one thing I would kind of throw out there is that it is a lot of work. I think a lot of people really don't understand um, how much work is involved with an, an NFT project. We're fortunate to, to have a good number of part-time staff that help us out. Uh, we're really only two people full-time for our project right now. We've got uh, about a dozen or so that are part-time, but then on top of that, we have around a uh, hundred like very active community members that that step up uh so you know huge shout out to really all all of our fox all of our no lifer foxes all of our foxes that are there you know legitimately 90 percent of their day in discord uh you know it's, it's absolutely amazing I love the community everything that goes on in there is just it's just so much fun you know it's it's it only really even look like like a job you know for what we do it's just being so engaging and so uh, involved with people, it's just it's just so much fun. And it's innovative tech, you know, it, it's not going anywhere. It's, it's going to really change a lot of things. It's just, you know, the whole macroeconomic side, you know, isn't that fruitful right now. So obviously it's, it's showing people some, you know, normal colors that you might not see in a bull market, but you'll certainly see it in a bear market. And um, I personally think that it's for the best because at the end of this, you know, we're going to be positioned very well as a whole for our community of, of thriving, you know, in the next bull market. Um, I wish I kind of had this in all honesty, like the, the 2018, 2019 timeframe, you know, versus kind of me going into it myself. Um, so definitely looking forward to that as well. And, you know, uh, try it, try it out, see what you like, get involved in another project, you know, it, to, to whatever capacity you can, even if it's on a volunteering standpoint, um, be real with people. You know, I, I get so many DMs from people that are like, Hey, you know, I, I could be a collab manager. And then the next time they'll message me like, Oh, I'm a graphic artist too. And then, Oh, by the way, I'm a UI designer. <laughs> like <laughs> you don't, you don't become these things every like week because you watch like a YouTube video. <laughs> it's like, if you want to be, you know, a, a community moderator, that's great. You know, we don't need one right now. I'm sure there's another project that that'll kind of take you under their wing. Um, so that's all I would say. I would say be real and be transparent about like your objectives as a person that wants to work with a project. Um, and you know, as long as they're a legitimate project that is willing to kind of help you and anything along those lines, like there, there's definitely opportunities to get involved. Um, you don't have to just create a project to create a project. Thank you so much for joining us today to talk about your um, story about the famous foxes and then about this essentially a vibrant project that you have uh, thank you also to my co-host anchor and keith and to our audiences be sure to check out our other episodes in token minds podcast available on youtube spotify and apple podcast until the next one guys